Okay, so as you already know, we are starting a new series based on the theme of this year's Vacation Bible School program, Treasured. And of course, as you can see, this is quite an amazing set. What do you guys think? An amazing set? This is cool. First time I get to preach from a bridge, so that's pretty cool too. <laughs> So, yeah, starting tomorrow, we're going to have tons of kids coming in here learning about God's love for them in Jesus. And more importantly, that his greatest treasure isn't gold or diamonds, it's them, right? It's, it's for all of you here, for all of you watching online, you know, we are God's greatest treasure. And, and just so you know, um, starting tomorrow, these kids are going to learn how they are treasured by God. They're going to learn that he knows all about them that he hears them when they pray. He, he, they're going to learn that he, he comforts them when they're troubled and, and he forgives their mistakes. And, and he's, they're going to learn that he chooses to use them personally to carry out his will. What an amazing week. Those are the five topics that they'll be covering. And, and in this series, what we're going to do is we're going to take three of those five topics and we're going to dig deeper into them. So next week, Pastor Dave will be here and he'll talk about how God hears us when we cry out to him in prayer. He's always listening. And the week after that, Pastor Mark, who was up here just a moment ago, he'll talk about how God chooses to use us, just ordinary, everyday you and me, to do extraordinary things. How cool is that? Today, what I want to do is I want to look at this character trait of God that's very familiar to many of us, uh, but it involves a very churchy-sounding word. It's the word omniscience. Ooh. Everybody say omniscience. Omniscience, ooh, and, and, and of course, omniscience, you don't have to do the ooh part, all right, just stop. But omniscience is simply a way, a fancy way of saying God is all-knowing, right? God knows all about everything. He knows everything about everything. He knows everything technical, like the chemical composition of DNA molecules, you know, those little helix things. He knows everything trivial, like uh, someone said a moment ago, how many hairs are on your head? Or in some of our cases, not so many hairs on our head, which makes it, I guess, easier to count. But God, but God knows everything about everything, and he knows everything about you. He knows everything about you. Pastor Mark read this just a moment ago with all of you joining in. Let me just reread these opening verses of Psalm 139. I'm going to dig into that psalm throughout this time together. Um, but let me just reread these words and just let it kind of sink in about what an, all know, what an incredible all-knowing God we have. Look at this. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. So yeah, again, God knows everything about everything, and he knows everything about you. And he does know everything about you. And it's not just the good parts either. It's the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad parts of you. And I share that because I don't want you to miss this. Okay, even though God knows you inside and out better than you know yourself, he still loves you. You are treasured by God. And that's amazing when you think about it. Honestly, I mean, it, it should be comforting when you think about it because if you're anything like me, and you are, you are going to probably have some of those dark areas of your life 
right? Some of those shadowy, shame-filled areas of your life that you just assume nobody on earth would ever find out or know about. But God knows about it, right? He knows everything about you. And this is just what's so amazing and comforting. Even though he knows all those parts of your life, including that, that pile, that hot mess of sin that is just inside your heart, he still loves you. He, you are known and treasured by God. And so what I'd like to do today is just kind of talk about some of the implications that revolve around that. You know, what does that mean? And, and how we as Christ followers, part of his family, how we can respond by the Spirit's power. Right, so the first thing uh, that I want to share with you is that God knows all about, because he's all-knowing, he knows all about your faults and your failures, obviously. Right, he knows those dirty little secrets. He knows the mistakes and the shortcomings that you have. He knows those times when you completely botched this thing and when you made a bad choice about this thing and it came back to haunt you and it ended up hurting other people. Right, nothing escapes his notice. He knows all. He knows it all. In Psalm 69, verse 5, it says, God, you know every sin I've committed. My life is a wide open book before you. Now, obviously, when it comes to your ugly past, right, all of the things that you've done wrong, it's tempting to want to forget the fact that God knows all about you. And here's why. Knowing that God knows is uncomfortable, right? It is uncomfortable to to realize that the God of the universe knows everything about you. You don't want to think about that. You don't want to do what David does at the end of Psalm 139. Look at what he says here. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. Right? You don't want to say that because you know that everything that you think, everything that you see, everything that you do, everything you say, everything you feel, it's all known by God. So yeah, the last thing on earth that you are tempted to want to do is to say, oh yeah, God, check me out, just like David offered in Psalm 139. You don't want to do that. Because you know full well that big, stinky, ugly pile of garbage of your sin that's in your heart. And yet... That would be very spiritually unhealthy for you to do if you just kept it under wraps, in a corner, tucked away. It would be very spiritually damaging. So what should you do? What should be your response? Be honest with God, right? Open up. You can't fool or trick God into not seeing what he already knows, right? So just go ahead and admit it and say, God, yeah, I'm sorry. I did this. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Just be open and honest with him. And then realize that this God who knows everything about you, including your sin, still treasures you, right? He, he loves you unconditionally in Jesus. And he offers you his forgiveness through Jesus. Look at this. Titus 2 verse 14 says, Jesus Christ gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness. Jesus paid the punishment that you deserve for everything wrong that you've ever done. And yet, when you trust that that sacrifice on the cross was made for you personally, God gives you this gift called forgiveness. How cool is that? 
I really love this next verse. This is Jeremiah 31, verse 34. God says, I will forgive their wickedness, and here it is, remember their sins no more. I love that verse. You know why? Because that verse is reminding me, and it should remind all of you, that the all-knowing God, when it comes to our sins, chooses to not know or not remember them after they are forgiven. Right? After God has forgiven you your sin, he chooses to forget them forever. So even if he wanted to remember them, he can't, he can't, which is important for you to keep in mind because there are going to be times when you're going to still feel guilty after you've gone to God and you've confessed that sin and you know God loves you and he forgives you in Jesus. If you're still feeling guilty, that's not from God. Okay, that's from the devil. So keep that in mind. He loves to keep you miserable and stirring, that, stirring you up so that you're staying in that little pool of guilt. So just keep that in mind. Remember, you are known and treasured by God. So don't conceal your sins. Confess them so that God can forgive them and they will be remembered no more. All right, second, because you are known and treasured by God, God also knows all about your feelings and frustrations. Oftentimes, when you are hurting on, in, on the inside, you feel kind of isolated, right? You feel alone. And maybe it's because you've just lost a loved one. Or maybe you've just gone through a divorce, or maybe you've just lost your job. Or maybe it's not, not that. Maybe you feel frustrated because your boyfriend or girlfriend just dumped you. Or, or maybe you got written up at work. I don't know. All I know is that when you are feeling like, when you're going through those situations and you, and you feel nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody knows how I feel. That's true of other people, but it's not true of God, right? Because God is, he is all-knowing. He knows exactly how you feel. Psalm 31 verse 7 says, You saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. God sees the pain and the, and the, and the, and the frustrations that are in your heart. Right? He, he, he knows the hurt that you are feeling. Psalm 56 verse 6, You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights. Each tear entered in your ledger. Each ache written in your book. Nothing gets by God. He sees it all. So that leads me to a second fact about our God. God cares about your hurts. God knows what has brought you to this point in your life. He sees the hurt and the pain that nobody else is aware of or sees but he sees it because, remember, you're his greatest treasure. And, 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 and that's, in fact, why Jesus came to this earth 2,000 years ago, right? That's why God came to this earth in the person of Jesus so as to counter the hurts and the, and the consequences of all your mistakes and failures on the cross. He carried them for you so that he can, in exchange, give you his grace and peace. So what should be your response? You've got a God who knows you and treasures you. What should you do? Give your hurts to God. Stop, for crying out loud, stop carrying the burden of your hurts around on your heart. Stop dragging them around. Give them to God. Say, God, this is, this, these are my feelings. These are my frustrations. I don't like it. Give them to God and then just walk away in the peace of knowing that he loves you and he cares about you. Psalm 34, verse 15 says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. You are known and treasured by God. Give your hearts to him. Third, because you are known and treasured by God, God knows all about your future, obviously. He knows what's going to happen to you later on today. He knows what's going to happen to you tomorrow. 
He knows what's going to happen next week, next month, 10 years from now. He's got it all mapped out. Back to Psalm 139, this time verse 16. It says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God knows everything about your future. So that leads me to yet a, a, a third fact about God. And it's that God knows your tomorrows today. Right? God is not bound or limited by time, so he can see all of time at the same time. Does that make sense? It's kind of like being in the Goodyear blimp, if you were in the Goodyear blimp, and, and flying over the, uh, the Rose Bowl parade in Pasadena on January 1st, and, and being able to see the beginning of the parade and the end of the parade all at the same time. It's kind of like that. God sees your tomorrows today. Psalm 139, again, this is verse 4. I read that a moment ago. For you know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. He sees your tomorrows today. So what should be your response? If, God, if you are known and treasured by God, he see, knows everything about your future, then seek God's guidance, right? Ask God for his wisdom and his advice. He knows all about your future. Ask him to help lead you and guide you through it. In fact, that's what God invites us to do in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. God says, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. So tomorrow, okay, tomorrow is Monday. If you're, unless you're here for VBS, you're going probably to work or somewhere. Whatever you're doing, just take a brief moment before you start your day and say, God, <laughs> I know that you've already seen what I'm going to experience Right? You know every interruption, every cranky person, every slow driver, every time I'm going to spill something on my shirt. You've seen it all, so help me, Lord, work through it. Right? God sees your future. He knows all about your future. He sees your tomorrows today. So ask him for the, the wisdom and the strength and the protection for each day as each day comes. All right, number four, because you are known and treasured by God, God knows all about your fears and worries. God knows what gets you just, you know, lit up. He knows what gets you upset and uptight and stressed out and worked up and frazzled and even afraid. He knows it all. Whether it's your financial situation, whether it's a job-related situation or problem, maybe it's a, a something going on in one of your relationships, God sees and knows every detail. And, and because he knows every detail, Jesus invites us to trust God, to not worry. Look at this. This is from Matthew chapter 6. Jesus says, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we wear? Your heavenly Father knows that you need them. He already knows about it. In fact, let me just back up a few verses. Verse 8, Jesus says this. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. And that leads me to yet another fact about our God, and it is that God is aware of all your needs. He is fully aware of all of your needs, your financial needs, your relationship needs, your emotional needs, your health-related needs, your physical needs, your spiritual needs. Oh, no, 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 no. He knows all about them. And here's where I'm going with this. If you can live each day in the awareness that God, who is all-knowing and who treasures you, if God is aware of all your needs, it gives you emotional stability. Why? You don't have to get wigged out or worked up when something goes off course in your life. Because you know God knows and God treasures you 
And God's going to meet your needs. He's going to meet all of those needs. And he's going to do it in a way that is the best for you. He will always do that. I mean, you can... Um, so, so how should you respond? So you should respond in this way. Don't worry. Trust God. Don't be afraid. Trust him. Bring your worries to him. Say, God, this is what's getting me stressed out right now. God, this is what has me afraid right now. Oh, yeah, God... <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm really uptight about this. Just give it to God. Put it in his lap. And remember that he sees your needs, he meets those needs, and he will bless you. Don't worry. Trust God. He's right there with you. Back in Psalm 139, this time verses 9 and 10, David says, If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. You are known and treasured by God. Wherever you are, God is there with you, and he will, his right hand, remember that's what it said, his right hand will hold you fast. Don't worry, don't be afraid. Trust God, he's got this. Finally, because you are known and treasured by God, God knows all about your faithfulness. Every time you avoid a temptation, God sees it. Every time you do the right thing, God sees that. Every time you... Um, Every, every time you help somebody else out, you know, when you are the, the hands, the, the, the feet, the heart of Jesus to somebody else, he sees it. He, nothing passes his notice. He, he knows it all. Again, Psalm 139, verses 7 and 8 this time. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, God is right there. And he knows it all. He knows about it all. So that leads me to a fifth fact, okay? And it's this. God will honor your faithfulness. God will honor your faithfulness. Whenever you do something that blesses somebody else, whenever you see the right thing to do and you do it, even though nobody else is doing it, God sees that and he will honor your faithfulness. He will honor your faithfulness. In Matthew 6, um, verses 1 and 4, Jesus says, Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. In other words, if you're going to do the right thing, don't do it to look good. Do it because it's what God wants you to do. Because then it goes on and says, Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So every time you give a word of encouragement or you carry out some thoughtful act for somebody else, God sees it. Okay? And he will honor your faithfulness. Every time you, you um, sign up for a ministry to serve some, some capacity here at Royal Redeemer, God sees that. Every time, every time you have the opportunity to uh, gossip, but you don't. Every time you have the opportunity to be critical, but you aren't, God sees that. Every time you have the opportunity to give sacrificially, generously, financially to help support the ministries of this, this body of Christ where we are able to meet the needs of people in this community and beyond. God sees that. Every time that you are able to um, uh, give a compliment to somebody who would otherwise be overlooked or to serve in some capacity even though nobody else is around to see you, God sees you and he will honor your faithfulness. Maybe think about it this way. Think about yourself all alone on a giant stage Kind of like this. <laughs> Only in the audience is one person, and it's God. 
And you know what he's doing? He's cheering you on. He's clapping, he's whistling, he's going, woo, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I just, you know, that thing that nobody else saw you did, I saw that. Those thoughts that you're thinking, I, I know those thoughts. Those are God-honoring thoughts, that God-honoring action. Way to go, keep it up, woo. <laughs> you're like, what is he saying? That's how God is. He sees it all. What do you think he's doing? He's not just sitting there going, I don't know. No, he's cheering you on. Because he sees it all. He will honor your faithfulness. So what should be your response? Your response should be, don't get discouraged. And I say that because it's easy to get discouraged in this world in which we live, isn't it? To, it is easy to get down as a Christ follower and to think it's not worth it. I've been working on my marriage for years. I don't see any results. I've been trying to be a good parent, trying to correctly raise my kids. I don't think it's paying off. I'm trying to live with integrity and, 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 and reflect Jesus to my friends. I don't think it's making an impact. Right? It's easy to get discouraged. God say, don't. Hang in there. I'm watching. I see it. Even though nobody else is watching or sees it, I see it. And you are making a difference. Bottom line is you are known and treasured by God. And yes, he knows your faults and your failures he knows your feelings and frustrations and your future. He knows about your fears and worries and your faithfulness and even your unfaithfulness. But even then, he still loves you and he still forgives you and he still restores you and he will never, ever stop treasuring you. Amen, yeah? So let's just, let me just challenge you in a couple of ways, okay? Let me just challenge you a couple of ways this week. A couple of things. Because you are known and treasured by God, connect with God about your sins each day so that he can forgive and forget them. Every day, you should be just coming to God and saying, yep, it's me again. And just so that by his grace, through faith in Christ, you can be washed clean. Those sins can be remembered no more. Second, Second, live each day in the awareness that God knows your needs. He, you know, worry makes you, the only thing worry does is makes you a worrier, right? It accomplishes nothing other than makes you a worrier. Stop getting stressed out. Stop getting worked up and trust God. He's got it. He's got it. Live each day in the knowledge. He's got it, whatever it is. We just been through a pandemic. God's got it. Third, give thanks that you are known and treasured by God. Right? The truth is, not only are you known, nobody knows, let's see, let me, re, let me back up. The truth is, nobody knows you like God knows you. And nobody loves you the way God loves you either. Right? You are known and treasured by God. Let's celebrate that. Amen? Yeah, let's pray. Let's pray. Father, I ask that you would just uh, bless us this week as we celebrate the fact that you know us inside and out better than anyone on this planet. And yet, even then, we are more treasured by you than anything else in the universe. So thank you, Lord, for that amazing gift of your love and your grace for us in Jesus. Lord, I pray for your hand of blessing upon Vacation Bible School this week as we have all kinds of kids, tons of kids coming into, pouring into this, this campus and learning more about your love for them and grace for them. Bless the, the, the teachers and the volunteers. Allow it to be a, a, just an incredible week praise and worship of you. Lord God, thank you for being our amazing God, for knowing us and yet still treasuring us the way you do. We love you. We pray all this in Jesus' great name. And all God's people said, amen. amen.